Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. This is the deuce. It is the place that you come to have your ears lovingly tousled by myself and one Mr. Chris Nelson from Lawrence, Kansas. Yep. Well, not originally from Lawrence, Kansas. No. No, you're originally from Virginia. Yes. Do you know that song, Meet Virginia? Yes. Being from Virginia, what do you think about that song, Meet Virginia? Do you think it's good or do you think it's a bad song? I mean, it's not really about the state. That wasn't the question. I don't know. I I remember it being fine. I thought that album was pretty all right, if I remember right, back in the day when it was a thing. Do you know what's really interesting is he sings that whole song about meeting Virginia, and then at the end he says, I can't wait to meet Virginia. And like the whole time you thought he'd met Virginia, and then at the end of the song he's like, no, I, I can't wait to meet her. And you're like, you son of a bitch. You had me going for two and a half minutes. And then I realized you you haven't even met her. How do you know all these things about her? You creepy stalker. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I'll take your word for it that that he's a liar. What was that bit? Train? That was that band. They were trained. Train, yeah, yeah. Apparently, our friend Matt Gauss really is in the train. Our lawyer, spicy at Spicy Beef Gauss. Yeah, is he a big train he's really fan? The, he's a big train fan. They were going to reissue some album, some train album. Yeah, probably called Choo Choo. That would be a great name for an album by a band called Train. Yeah, and, I don't know uh, if they did he, it, but they might have. They should. Like have. I said, I feel like that first album was a pretty good album, if I remember right, but. Holy shit, what was that, 20 years ago, probably? <laughs> maybe more? I mean, I mean, maybe you don't start with what was that 20 years ago with an expletive like, holy shit, which makes us all feel old who remember it as being not that long ago. I don't know. I remember it being a while ago. Oh, man. I feel like that was an out. Like, sometimes I, would, I, I was playing a, uh, there was a baseball game on the PlayStation. I would play a bunch, but it was playing, you know, like, full season of, of baseball with the team, which is so many games. And so sometimes I just throw on albums because it's not like you really need to listen to what the announcers in a sports game are saying, especially after so many games, they really only have so many things they can say. So I would kind of yeah. turn that down and just throw on albums. And I feel like that was, uh, I believe that was MLB 2000. <laughs> was that baseball game? I mean, that sounds right. Uh, where I, I, I just made a, a bunch of fucking players, a bunch of people, you know, friends of mine, people in town. Yeah. I, I, uh, have the, 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 the newest like Madden on, uh, on game paths and I've, I've been playing it a little bit, but I'm really disappointed because you used to be able to like build a player and slot him into a team. And now you have to do it through like this career mode. And there are all these weird cutscenes, and you can't seem to get around them. And it's all your player talking in like this really like, this is really obnoxious voice yeah. uh, and, and getting offers to go to other places. And it's like, no, I just want to have like 
little Matty Chapman, number 28, who's a running back who's explosively fast, and he 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 gets uh, he gets 10 yards every time. And don't forget about it. I want him to play with Mahomes. Yeah, I feel like uh like NBA 2K got into that whole like let's let's give you the full experience of being a player, like doing practices and like other like commercials and and talking to people and shit. And I feel like maybe other games are picking that up. And there's part of me, I'm like, there's something to be said for that, but then there's also something to be said for just being able to make a player and play games. I feel like it's it's like a different game. Like like in the in the way that like you know soccer has like football manager where you're just the the manager and you you don't actually play the players. You just kind of call the plays like that's cool. But I don't you know, when I play FIFA, I like to I have Duncan Rowe, who's my my best friend from England, who I made into a really tall, fucking gangly, you know, uh, forward. And and I just want to play him like that's what I want to do. I don't want to I don't want to do commercials. I don't want to get offers from other teams. I just want to be a superstar and be like kind of overpowered compared to everybody else but uh still on a, on Sunderland so it's still a fallible team right they're not they're not the best team but he's like a shining star but he stays there cuz he wants to be there he does he's a, something about him loves Sunderland which is a lot like my friend Duncan Rowe who was born in Cornwall and grew up in 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 Cornwall and then moved to Norwich and has never been anywhere near Sunderland except when he started supporting the football team cuz he liked the kit yeah and then we started supporting Sutherland because we like Duncan Rowe and the kit. Yeah. They're a fun team. They're a fun team. I they they've been on ESPN plus a couple of times. Yeah, uh, they show up there from time to time. It's the trick is, you know, what what time of day is it that they're showing up? Because it's somewhere between like six AM, nine AM and like one PM are like the three times yeah. that those games are on for us. None of which are let's face it hugely convenient times no especially because like the saturday ones are usually like the six or nine a.m sometimes on like tuesday is when you get like a one or two p.m that is but then it's like are are you busy are you working what's going on yeah it's not uh, easy but at least there it's possible to watch them more often although i don't remember the last time i got a chance to catch them it's been a minute I watched, uh, they played uh, Sheffield Wednesday, no, something Wednesday, maybe Sheffield Wednesday, I don't remember. It was uh, it was a team that uh, was apparently embroiled in a big uh, kerfuffle, as they like to say over in the UK. They're the Sheffield the, Wednesday, or they played yeah, Sheffield Wednesday? Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Is it like is it like an Adams Family Wednesday as their mascot, or is it just like a general idea of Wednesdays? Is what... I think it's because in the league that Sunderland's in, they're like the the Wednesday night league. <laughs> they like oh, okay. they're like one step above a amateur bowling team, right? Mm-hmm. And but but the I think the 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 owner was like basically like he said on record that his team sucked, and then the manager's like, "Well, if it sucks, why don't you fix it?" And the and the owner's like, "Why don't you fix it? You're the manager." And they're just like like talking across the press. And and terrible and Sunderland beat them three zero and that made me really happy. Nice, yeah. Fuck anyway, them Wednesdays. That's a great story. I like to tell at parties. Also, Wednesday's a terrible mascot. I mean, let's face it. We all saw the show. She's just miserable all the time. Nobody wants a mascot that's miserable. Yeah, you usually want time. you want your mascot to be a little more animated and and energetic and fun loving. And I feel like 
that that's a real low key mascot. I want a mascot that shoots hot dogs out of a hot dog gun. Yeah, I don't see Wednesday doing that. No, not at all. I see. I see more like that. It'd be the hot dog gun, but then there'd be something you know wrong. Either either it's some poison hot dogs, or it's like rocks or something instead of hot dogs. Where you're you're like, oh boy, delicious hot dogs, but no, no, it's not. Yeah. Hey, listen, everybody. I want to. I want to do a little a little product placement here for myself. Can I? Yeah. Why not? Okay. So next Friday, Friday, October thirteenth. Uh, that's that's spooky, but it's also my my wife Jacqueline's birthday, and she never listens to spooky. this podcast. So I'm I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna tell you to like. Uh, I, I'm not going to say happy, sing happy birthday or anything because she's not going to listen to it. But what I am going to tell you is like everybody needs to text her and her number is 785-304-9043. So listeners, that's 785. You want to just throw your, your wife's cell phone number out on a, on a podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, okay. we're going to see how this goes. This is an experiment. And I want you to text her and and wish her a happy birthday and tell her that you're so happy that she listens to Double Deuce. And then we're going to see how, how that goes, because I'm going to forget that we we did this. And so it's going to be hilarious for me when everybody sort of texts her uh, and says, uh, I'm, we're, we're so happy to hear about uh, hear about your birthday on on Double Deuce that we know you listen to all the time. And uh, yeah, she's our go. biggest fan. She is our biggest fan, but she never listens to the show. 785-304-9043. Also, if you're a, a thriving business that's looking for a place with a lot of fans who are actively engaged with the podcast and also mm-hmm. aren't afraid to give out your phone number, uh, you, you, can, you can sponsor us. Yeah, we can get them to text you, too. Exactly. Well, maybe, we'll give them your phone know. number. We'll see. Yeah, or you can text my wife and, and sell her things. Our fans are like the sea. They do what they want. They they are, and they're also salty. Yep. Salty like the sea. That's how you're supposed to do pasta water, you know. With salt in it? Salty like the sea. That's I, I heard that somewhere, and I've stuck with it, and it's worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Throw some salt in there. Yeah, yeah. Throw some salt also, in there. Also, like, like the our- sea, our fans are deep and mysterious. We've never really had a conversation about this. Are you? Do you like salt? Yeah, yeah, I'm pro salt. Okay, because I makes mean, everything like some taste people, better. Some people don't. Your body don't needs get it. Into... At least some of it. I mean, most people have, and me included, have too much. I'm sure, but yeah, your yeah. body does need a certain amount of it to live. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you know, like blood That's pressure. One of the things that gets like... you when you're when you're like out in the. I remember like Boy Scout times that needing to replace the salt in your body if you're out like in a desert or like hot scenario and you're, you know, trying to survive that you need to replenish the salt in your body that's getting sweat out as not just the the water. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. About the desert? About the desert? Yeah. Okay. So like that guy who was who's been in the desert on the horse with no name yeah he he rode through it yeah like 
why didn't he just name the horse? Uh, maybe it was just a horse that it was a it was a horse of convenience that he didn't really know, and maybe he wasn't sure. Like he he felt presumptuous naming this horse that he just met, or he needed you know it wasn't until after the the ride through the desert that he felt like confident enough to understand this horse and give it a name. But he's you know has he's not there yet while he's singing the song. Mm. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like uh, a horse of convenience is the title of the worst Victorian novel ever. Just FYI, that you started things out with maybe it was a horse of convenience, and I'm like, I'm just thinking like that sounds like an Austin novel. Not really an Austin novel, but a novel like an Austin novel because she because she it, that would be like horse and horse ability or convenience and convenience mm-hmm. ability. It would be a very brusque and and unflattering horse that was harboring a secret love. For, yeah. for and it would have a name. It would time. be like Horse Cliff, but uh, a horse of convenience. I mean that that does really sound like a like a a bad novel. Yeah, I think you should write it. You know, I always felt like with the Pride and Prejudice that there's there's the the just because because. Darcy was actually in love with her. It didn't necessarily make him. It still felt like, but he's still kind of a dick, right? Like, let's just because he loves you and he, I guess, treats you with some measure of equality, but he's still yeah. kind of a gruff asshole. I don't know. I mean, for people with high manners, they they still had low standards. Like, it's true. I guess though at the same time, like there's it's it's a lot of bad choices out there for them girls. So uh Yeah. Yeah. So I guess why not that guy? There's worse assholes out there. Maybe that's the point of it, ultimately. Maybe people are looking at it as like a delightful romance too too much when when it was still like uh this is the this is our best option, ladies. Yeah, it's a cautionary tale, is what you're saying possibly possibly speaking of cautionary tales i watched they live a few weeks back yeah yeah and can i just say that um wow there's just there's just so wow i mean first of all everyone should go back and watch it because it's a it's delightful with a like 15 minute like fight scene right in the middle of it and plot it's a wild almost no sense yeah it's been a long the, time. It's probably it's been since back when I was playing MLB 2000, listening to Train. Since I watched They Live, how's it hold up? You know, I'm I'm gonna go on record here as saying uh, it, it's it's amazing. It's still germane. It does have the weirdest, most anticlimactic ending ever in the history of movies. But um, I think it may actually be more germane now than it was in, in the 80s. It does There's remind some weird me endings of, out there. There's some weird endings. Yeah. It reminds me of the golden age of uh, of TV hating. Remember when when like it wasn't the internet that everybody thought was going to end the world. It was TV, and uh, and and so there's a lot of like the television is sucking your brain out and making you into a mindless consumer. Which I'm sure before that it was like the Telegraph is going to suck your mind out and make you a mindless consumer. Yeah. And before that, it was like newspapers are gonna suck your mind out and make you a mindless consumer. 
It's your own greed. That's inherently what's going to suck your mind out and make you a mindless consumer. It's your own greed. That seems like the it's the, you know the failings and trappings of of humanity are the you know the things that are going to get you as opposed to so much the uh, the the newest distraction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also feel like the, the like making you a mindless consumer is less the like evils of say an internet more than like it it's 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 proclivity for turning people into nazis <laughs> it seems like a worse <laughs> right. thing than them buying too much stuff yeah I, I i do think rowdy rowdy piper is a great choice for the the main character because the movie literally does like body slam you several times with the moral message of consumerism is bad um yeah but I mean, I feel like it's a message that maybe it's something you learn in college, but it is also something that I think some people can stand to hear uh, again, yeah. you know, that maybe we've gotten too focused on the material plane and not uh, not focused enough on on, you know, maybe what else is out there. And, you know, maybe and, and let's face it. I mean, there's a high probability that Elon Musk is a lizard person. I think that doesn't make me Joe Rogan, right? He's, he's too uh, he's too dull to be a lizard person. I feel like he'd be more interesting if he was a lizard person. You think? Oh yeah. But maybe the the lizard people have mastered. He's just, he's just such a dull loser, and I feel like a lizard person would be. I don't know. He'd be. I feel like he'd, he'd be more interesting. He'd be more formidable. He would, Imagine he would, having all that money and spending all that money just to try and make people who will never like you like you. I I, I mean, yeah. It's just a, In fact, it's all he's doing tragic. is making people like him less and less. And also, he is. It's an interesting like study and in watching people get right wing radicalized because he is. He just has completely gone down that insane rabbit hole of believing all kinds of weird propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that was know, a good conversation. Not smart. Yeah, I, I, uh, I should probably give you the dog report on that note. Oh yeah, dog report. Ding 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 ding. Uh, when you get a dog from the Humane Society, they tell you it's about threes in three days that the dog will start to, you know, kind of uh, act a little more normally because when you get the dog home, it's super stressed and it doesn't quite know what's going on. In yeah, three it's weeks, figure out the new the new lay of the land. Yeah, they're basically like your dog might not eat, your dog may not move, your dog dog may go hide under something. Just don't panic. Just don't worry about it. That's just your dog acclimating. And that was fairly true. And then three weeks, like your dog starts to realize, hey, maybe this is my forever home. Um, wouldn't that be awesome? And and chill out just a little bit. And then three months, your dog is like almost fully slotted into how your dog is is going to be. But one thing they tell you the three week mark, and this is kind of thrown at the bottom, but it uh, does a lot of heavy lifting. Is your dog may show some uh, bad behaviors, and yeah. yeah, sure enough, that we're in that stage right now. Um, she's uh she's kind of a she she's like likes to nip a little bit, but she's a big dog, so that even the nips hurt, and also. There's a thing called peer paw where Pyrenees, because they got these big old paws with like fucking talons on that thing, and uh, they slam it down on you when they want attention. Mm. And uh, it's it's a command move, man. It is, uh, and, and like this dog is like bigger than Ollie, and so 
you know, luckily she's super gentle with Ollie. It's more me and Jack who get the brunt of the peer paw. But I've taken yeah, a couple to the face. She man. might she might notice Ollie more as like he's smaller. I need to treat him a little bit more with kid gloves. But these other ones, they're grown ups, so they can fucking yeah, hang. they yeah. can hang. Still very, still very happy and still mm-hmm. love her, love her to death. But um, it, it is like you have to just. I realize you just have to kind of take the the abuse and the occasional bit of violence and just sort yeah. of. Well, there's I, there's there's a thing too of if she's doing things that are painful, like get, make a pain response, you know, yeah. even exaggerated yeah. one, just to let them know, like, oh, that hurts. That's yeah. part of how yeah. they learn. We're gonna we're gonna. The other thing is she won't won't like it's hilarious like she'll be fine going out the back door into the fenced yard and mm-hmm. like hang out there and everything's good and, and honestly she's the one thing she's been great about is potty training she does that that's awesome uh but walking like she won't she won't go out the front door and if she does maybe, she, maybe she's still a little afraid of like uh the, the going out the front door is possibly like taking her somewhere and dumping her off or that that that's is, going outside has still has the risk of her not being able to stick around. Jesus, Dak Prescott is an interception machine tonight. Sorry, I'm keeping an eye on this no. game. I think you should. Uh, I think you should. San Francisco uh, was twenty just seconds for stomping the, the Cowboys, which you know ninety nine percent of the time I like seeing the Cowboys get get their asses handed to them, but. There are fantasy implications to this game that are not positive for me, quite frankly. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If someone showed up with like a package and they handed it to you and it was your ass. How big's the package? I mean, it'd be your ass sized. So, you know, I I don't want to make a statement here that I'm going to regret later on or that you're going to be upset by. It's still a reason. It's like a reasonable package size. Yeah, like the, I mean, the, it would look the size like of a you, cake box, perhaps. If you got it for Christmas, you would not be like, well, this is a shitty, like, $5 gift. Yeah, I just meant, like, if someone comes up with a package for me, but it's, like, the size of a refrigerator, I might be like, what the fuck? But if it's a, a package, right. it's like, it, they can hand it to me, and it's not, like, super heavy. Then Maybe I'll they're rushing like, dolling you, like a, like, a box within a box within a box, like, and then there's your ass. Yep. I don't know. I, just want you to think about it. I feel like we throw that phrase around, but nobody thinks about the implications of it. Yeah. When, and I feel like, I mean, I guess it's not a, it's not a happy gift. Cause like they've the implications, they removed your ass and are giving it back to you. But at the same time, what are you going to do with it? It's already off. Like, yeah, you're still assless just cause you got it. Doesn't mean like, I don't know. Can it, can medical science put an ass back on in these modern I, times? I, I mean, the implication in is also the like future ass- in which we live. Is, or is there such a yeah. thing as ass transplants? I know there's like ass like uh, that they can like put in uh, stuff to make your ass bigger. Yeah, well, and sometimes they take like ass flesh and put it on faces. So maybe it's the maybe yeah, it's an opposite. It's a fleshy abundance. It's there for you know. It's just extra skin. It's, it's a ass. it's a cushion for sitting. Yeah, yeah, and for, and real for shaking life. around. Ooh, you know you're constantly twerking, Nelson. That's what I that's what I tell people. Oh, Nelson, I have been this entire this entire recording. Un- he's probably non-stop. off twerking somewhere. He's twerking until Courtney Shipley is reelected. He will be twerking. Yeah, maybe then and then then. I mean, stop. not necessarily out in public, but in my home, it's still going on. 
you know, it's it's not it's not the 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 number of people who see it. It's the fact that it's happening. That's the important thing. That's what I always say. Yep. Always say it. Sorry, I was taking notes. I'm trying to take notes. No, I'm really appreciative of you taking notes this whole time over the years. I mean, you know, it's someone has to. Well, I guess no one yeah. really has to. It would just be a lot harder to to write down any kind of summary or notes for the episodes because once we record them, they're, you know, like 80% out of our heads. Like, we don't remember what we were saying or doing. And so... Hey, you remember about 200, 300 episodes ago when when Rob Schulte, friend of the podca- podcast, told us that we should, like, have structure? Yeah. Maybe we should think about that again. I mean, we have, I guess we have some, but it's, it's still pretty freewheeling. We have, we have things that, that we got the dog report. We got sports corner, which I guess we kind of sports cornered tonight talking about, about the Cowboys just getting, just getting beat down, just, just beat the hell I mean, down. We, were, we moved pretty, pretty quickly into asses and lack of asses, but yes, I see your point. I mean, I, I just feel like, like, you know, people ask me like, well, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, well, it's about 22 minutes. And, and they're like, ha ha ha. No, really. And I'm like, no, really. I mean, it's a pretty freewheeling conversation, quite frankly, but again, we're not, we're not, we're not taking up too much of your time. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Unless you're a like Patreon subscriber, it's with with a with a with a short runtime to to put in too much structure, because then then it's like toil and and not and not a, 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 every episode for us is a discovery. Do you want more structure? Hashtag DD structure me, please. And uh, and and we'll we'll come in with a fucking down to the minute game plan. Yeah, you're on. You're on. As it is now, you're on a voyage of discovery, which with with the listening fan base that is like the sea, they're they're a fan base that likes exploration. And you're salty. And freedom. The freedom of the sea. Sure, there's dangers there, but boy, is there freedom. And pasta. Yeah. Like properly salted pasta. Honestly, like it, everything you're cooking, it should. That's all you know. When you watch cooking shows, that's always the thing. It's like more salt, please. This is not salty enough. It's flavor. Yeah. Salt is flavor. Yeah. Don't you want flavor? Why don't you want flavor? Put some flavor on your things. Just flavor it up. Guy Fieri's right. Guy Fieri did nothing wrong. I guess double do, so we're probably done at that point. I don't know what else to say. We did hit time. After yes. that. We did hit time, and that was really a killer way to end it. Yeah, I loved double deuce. <laughs> yeah. Double deuce. Salty like the sea. And Guy Fieri, he's a sea captain. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. 
We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.